we start as the party makes their way across the salted pools, the wetlands of Eftoki, a sunken, sunken architecture of an age of dwarves, sits receded into the various pockmarked landscape here. Within the sunken debris and within this swampy land, there are banners that stand and blow in the wind that depict of an orcish tongue, or at least the scriptures of an orcish language. A guide known as wrote it down earlier so I wouldn't forget. Uh, Gormatug Iron Scream guides the party through these this salted wetlands toward uh, this sunken dwarven fort. Like I said, the winds blowing banners uh, a, as a uh, wet breeze sort of blows through the air. It smells a little bit like low tide as you make your way through. Uh, those of you who are armored, uh, your footfalls are a little sloshed as you sort of make your uh, your uh, your trod through uh, the grasslands here. Uh, those of you who have a bit of a lighter step, you do hear that pitter-patter of that wet moisture as you follow um, what seems to be the friendly... Uh, these, these friendly people from Aftoki. Uh, Gormatog looks at you and says, You're just, just up here. Only a little farther. Everyone all right? As he looks back and checks in with you all. I nod sheepishly. I give him no expression whatsoever. Yeah, I've just got my head on a swivel. Mm. Fine. Let's go. As you make your way toward, uh, same sort of... Uh, the same sort of vibe as it continues here. Uh, you've never been in this land, I think, uh, for the a uh, lot of you. You have never made it past uh, the Evervale Kingdom or the Evervale proper itself. Uh, it it could be in your mind, but it does feel like the energy does change here as you step on this land you've never been to. It could be anxiety that uh, fuels your uh, worry or at least this sort of feeling, this vibe you have as you make your way a little bit closer toward... It's my character this. sheet. And yeah, exactly. It's based entirely on everything my character has ever been through, ever. Exactly, exactly. And the... I don't trust anyone. Anything at all. The, uh, just, it's, it's my anxiety. It's on my character sheet. The, uh, you do see that uh, up ahead as you step a little bit uh, closer, there are flagstones on the ground that are sitting uneven. Uh, and as they do, uh, as you do start to get closer, these flagstones start to make a little bit more of a, uh, a hewn shape as they start to form into tiles, uh, uneven still as it, depicting this uh, wet, sodden, uh, flooded, uh, saturated ground as you make your way through. You start to pitter-patter onto some of these uh, loose uh, rocks. Some of them start to shift under your feet, still making that suction sound as you uh, sort of step uh, forward and through. Uh, as you get a little bit closer toward, you do see that the uh, that the architecture of this 
port, or at least what looks to be Aftoki, is uh, hexagonal pillars. Uh, there is a an archway, but it's not a full uh, it's not a full crescent of an arch as it does have these polygonal is that a word um, uh, entrance towards it. Each entrance and opening and window does have uh, it seems to be like a, uh, a woven braid of uh, inscriptions that go up and around. Looks like it could be Old Dwarvish, uh, or at least uh, if anybody reads it, it does look like there are characters in it. There is no real message as it is uh, probably there for just a design aesthetics. Uh, as you step through and forward into uh, the threshold of Eftoki, uh, you do start to see a lot of what I've mentioned before last episode, and I will again, uh, a lot of the tapestries and the uh, canvases here uh, could be replaced in your mind with uh, a silvery, shimmering uh, scale type, lizard type scale. Uh, small scale in uh, uh, in like measurement, but uh, the hides themselves do spread and could at least be stretched out to be as big as uh, some of the sails that they were uh, using uh, on their boats. As you make your way through, a couple of people stop and look at you, uh, and you, there are various uh, uh, spaces, species and um, uh, races here as you see a large uh, Goliath woman hunched over, sort of walk through, taller than you, but still hunched. Uh, and as she does, she sort of uh, parts through some of the shimmering scale tent or canvas can uh, canopy. Uh, and parting her way through and through into a uh, a hovel that is made from a looks like an old sunken or uh, crashed um, wall, or it could it be the ceiling from above looks like it fallen in a place where the, someone has turned that into a bit of a shelter, with of course that canopy reaching out, and you see that Goliath sort of uh, crawl in. Uh, some other uh, orcs uh, some, uh, look over at you. They do have. They're still adorned with some of the shellfish and uh, as armor and adornments and decoration uh, and some also have tied around their waist some of that hide that scale some there is a little bit of wool or furs as well but it's not as prominent as this this uh, this shimmering canvas that you keep seeing uh, there are banners throughout the place I'm not sure though if it does anyone here speak or read orcish at all okay so it is uh, simply to you just a the aesthetic of orc as the uh, the design is. Uh, it does contrast a little bit toward the the dwarven architecture, but uh, a prominent thing to notice and key feature of Eftoki is it looks to be an old dwarven stronghold, and it does. You could see that there are exposed, um, uh, I think, gutters and causeways that go down into a, you could hear rushing water or at least uh, lapping of water underneath in sort of what looks to be uh, an old sewer system that has recently been flooded as you sort of make your way uh, stepping into the space of Eftoki itself. Keeping an eye out for any guards, keeping an eye out for any sort of... Um tactical um, problem going into Toki here. Mm. I want to see are we going to be surrounded? Are we 
What's our best exit plan? Mm. As that you make stuff. As you, uh, who, did you, did you travel with the rest of your prisoners? Um, this is, I don't think we ever discussed this. Is there, who, who else is with you as crowd wise? Is it just some of you? I don't know if we, I don't know if we discussed this. I, we, we don't split don't. our three ships up, right? We so, did, you did split the three ships up. Red Devon mm-hmm. and the most insane criminals went one way. Uh, uh, right. I thought we, we were had, all we together. had the violent ones. The plan was to put all the violent ones together who will just want to fight and kill things mm-hmm. onto an arrowhead boat and fire that at wherever they needed to go. Oh no, they were going to go to the spine. Yeah, and but it. then the storm the took away. us all. Well, that's what elsewhere. I'm asking. Was, was all three yeah. of our boats in the storm or not? I guess it's a I GM question. Mm-hmm. All three of the boats it... were in the storm. Yeah, so, I, was say, oh, I think we're all together. Yeah. I know at least one of them is because we went to yeah, the other one to talk think... to someone. So I think we're all together. I think so. But as far as who is going to the city, I don't imagine it would be maybe us and Larkin, maybe, but that's it. I wouldn't imagine much more than that. I don't know if we can trust the prisoners to stay on the boat or to take them with them. Like I said, they don't. They, the boats were all in the storm with you. Right. Yeah. Lorcan's uh, ship is not. Lorcan's ship is not. So oh. Lorcan's ship did not make it. Did not make through it the through the storm. Oh wow! Um, okay. That's a big deal. Yeah, that's huge. Um. Did we give so it's, so this, a, so it's the longbow. The longbow made it through. So we have so and the inventor of who's with us. So that's yeah. buttocks and wrinkle and was Larkin on the longbow? I'm trying to remember where everybody was. Uh, I thought we. Oh, I think but I we think, had the I think Larkin's the on the longbow. Never mind, he's with you. Yeah, uh, Camilla is Red Devon's vessel, so. So yeah. Red Devon's yeah, that, vessel is not here? And that's the one we've lost. Yes. Okay. And I don't Morgan know... Morkin is with you. I don't... One-Eyed okay. Bill and Toothless Wes were with them or not. Based we don't on, know. Toothless Wes was, was on your boat. He's on the... Right. Was on the uh... So we have... Those characters with us. We would have Tenno with us. Mm-hmm. And then I guess just a bunch of prisoners and okay. random Entente members that would be serving as part of sure. Buttock's crew. Right? Probably around Tenno 20 would or be so coming people. With us. Okay. What's that? So Tenno, I don't ma- think make Tenno sure would that Tenno be coming stays. with us because, yeah, we're not entirely sure what's going on with him. So I think he would probably stay with the boat. Okay. Oh, oh, you mean on the thing? I was, I was just taking stock of who was oh, on the ship and Thank then who's oh, yeah, with yeah, us yeah. right now mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. separately. Yeah, so... so um. Collectively, there's probably about 20 or so uh, people in this group, at least making their entrance towards uh, F-Toki. The, um, as far as tactical uh, awareness goes for Smith, um, there are a couple of guards, but nothing like 
You nothing as organized as Evervale's, like an Evervale or a, uh, a settlement um, guarded by the Sworn. Uh, there's maybe one or two people standing post somewhere. Um, whether or not they, they don't look terribly armed. Um, but this just looks like a village that in the in the ruins of an old keep. Uh, Gormatug then turns. So what you're, what you're saying then yes. is that it doesn't appear that there's any ambushes or anything being set up. Do you want me to make any rolls or anything along those lines? I think it is... Smith's head is on a swivel right now. Yeah, yeah. I think it is. It's literally the only thing he cares about in the present moment. Make me a survival with advantage. As you're sort of looking around. 18. Your head on a swivel. Yeah, with the 18, you can read that... I think with a survival of 18, tactically, uh, there is an exit behind you. It's a large enough exit for you to flee to if you needed to. Uh, if you needed to hold the line anywhere, it would potentially be that gateway. Um, but as far as how the demeanor of all these people seem, they're curious, but there is no sign of hostility as these newcomers come their way. Um, there are some people who are, yeah, some of these people uh, begin to look and see uh, and some furrow their brows at you as they look toward you. Some sniff the air as you get closer. Um, it's, it could be uh, just a bit of distrust um, as, as the sworn walk into their keep. Uh, Gormatug does turn and start talking to uh, some of those questionable or questioning uh, uh, people as they, like I said, sniff the air and sort of, uh, with their body language, show that they're a little standoffish. And he says uh, something uh, in Orcish to them. The other one responds. And after a bit... It seems as if Gormatug is, is able to at least cool off this person's curiosity. Gormatug turns to you and says, I wish you to meet a keen wolf. And she's, that is? She's our elder. This way. Come on. I look at where we're being led to and our crew here. And, uh, yeah, I'll just, uh, a motion towards, uh, towards Ty. And then I'll have a look at the gate that we came through and how many guards I see, maybe. 
How many guards would I have seen? You... You could take... Maybe you could see one of them as a potential threat. But there is maybe two... There's... There's two people over there. But one of them could be a threat. He seems to be leaning up against the wall. Um, and I think as you do make your way a little bit in toward Eftoki, some of these uh, orcs start to stand and position themselves in a way that they are curious as 20 or so people funnel in. Mm-hmm. 20 or yeah, so I'll probably, uh, yeah, I'll probably uh, just reach behind my ear and just maybe scratch behind my ear with one finger trying to uh, turn myself so that Ty can see, maybe. And then I'll do the same for uh, Varsha. Everything he is doing, I'm doing my own weird version of, and but if I sort of see Smith as more of a tactical version of my paranoia, so if he's giving me looks or anything, I'm nodding back. He's signaling to us. Would I know exactly what you're trying to say with that? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Just one to watch out for. Yep. Okay. I, uh... Which is a pretty low number, I think, and uh, usually Smith is a lot more concerned and probably would be taking this much slower. Okay. Within the world of Spellwind, I don't know if I would know what orcs are supposed to be like, you know, in Faerun, they are different. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I don't know. Um, I look around. Mm-hmm. It just generally, uh, orcs can vary. I mean, much like really anybody. Um, they, depending, of course, what their upbringing is and what their belief is and what their culture is and what that's reflecting. Um, right. So it's hard to just get a gauge of, like, the storybooks of what orcs are. Um, there are orcs mm-hmm. that have helped the kingdom. There are orcs that have uh, also fought the kingdom. There, it's, okay. So it's, it's, it's sort of a, a, a wide range. But uh, growing up as a human, uh, it is very, uh, it is apparent uh, that they're, in this, or growing up as a human, I should say, in Evervale, is they do talk about not just orcs, but anybody on the outside of the kingdom as a potential threat. Um, I, uh, so it's not necessarily like orcs are bad. It's ne- it's mostly like if they're outside. Anybody outside. Out, of yeah, anybody outside Evervale of our kingdom in Evervale is the enemy, and they are looking to kill you or take your take your belongings. Or it's just those. It's that propaganda of trying to uh, trying to get trying to scare you into, of course, never leaving the kingdom. So nationalists. Yes, I mean. Everybody is bad, depending on which side you look at it from. I just of wanted course. to know. Exactly. Um, I wanted to see if there were, I don't know, bones or something around. If there are orcs, I don't know. Yeah. Like um, human, are... humanoid bones, that kind of right, thing. Right, right, right. Uh, you do notice that they uh, do have various tools. They do use metal tools here. Um, there are some bones, not but like in small, intricate tools, uh, but nothing that strikes you, Jet. You can make me a medicine check, actually, um, as you... Okay. As you uh, glance around, check. you do see bones, but as you're able to see if we can get a glance of uh, what type. Okay. Yeah, with an a 18. That is an 18. So with an 18, that's why the roller is still being weird today, but it's an 18. Uh, 
with an 18, we are able. To, you're able to see that there are no like humanoid bones or anything that uh, uh, that reminds you of any sort of humanoid. It seems to be. Um, there are various uh, panels, and like uh, it's smaller and thinner than most humans. There are various panels of keratin that sort of bend and shape and flex in a different way than you've seen probably our pelvis or our skulls, depending on how many bones or human bones you've seen, uh, Meyer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but nothing really reminds you of humanoid features in these in the, some of these bone tools that they have. Okay, I have no reason to uh, be cautious. There, well, mm. I'm always cautious, but I have no reason to be fearful at the moment. Uh, as you make your way through um, the small crowd that is starting to form as curiosity starts to um, spread throughout this little settlement of, of Toki, uh, you are brought to that uh, very same ruined uh, sunken wall and uh, large, looks like a maybe uh, a large ceiling or large flat piece of stone has fallen. And that canvas uh, drapery that uh, makes this long ornate uh, canopy uh, where you saw that Goliath uh, crawl into earlier. As you make your way in, uh, it does, if you if you do, I, you let me know if you do not make your way in. I, um, think, I think I might uh, hold back before I, going in there for a moment. Sure. I'll, um, it is dark I'll just... inside. You do see flickering of maybe some lights or candles, uh, but it is darker yeah. than the outside, obviously. Yeah, I think I'll uh, motion of Varsha. Varsha. Yeah. Look, um, I don't know if we are the mouthpiece here or what of this group. Lorcan seems to be rather quiet. I don't know what's happening right now. Maybe he's confused or what, but, um, Look, my specialty here, I'm not meant to uh, make nice with people. I never have. I'm sure you're aware of that. You need me to scare somebody, I can do that. You think you can handle this? I don't think any of them really know what we're doing here. I can try. And I glance at Jet as well. Maybe the two of us together. Uh, okay. I will do what I can. So who's who's heading inside? Everybody? Uh, I know that I am, and maybe Jet. I don't know about Smith and Ty. Yeah, I'll follow. But I'll just kind of look imposing, like a guard. Okay. The large crowd of 20 or so uh, people, including... uh, I think Captain Buttocks is going to be back on the ship. Um, I think... I'm trying to think of where Lorcan would be. I think Lorcan would be back on the ship as well. Um, really? I'm not okay. sure if he would. I'm not sure. He has given you an excuse. Um, he hasn't been happy about this entire thing, us being off trail. 
are off of our path. He was very much into uh, spearheading Galfish. Uh, so he has been uh, rather quiet uh, since the storm, uh, and I think also brooding over the maps on trying to figure out how to get back and how to uh, make this work. He seems to be on some sort of uh, path to get back to Evervale, uh, sort of untrusting out here, at least that's what it seems. Petulant, then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Captain Buttocks is back on the boat because I don't think he trusts Lorcan. I think you all know this. He doesn't trust Lorcan on his boat by, uh, without his supervision. Um, so you and uh, a crew of, of uh, I think, and Tenno's back on the boat as well. Yes, that's what we decided. We wanted to make sure he was back on the boat. Okay. Sounds uh, like it. Yeah. So that, yeah. Okay. So you're all leading this crowd. Uh, the, a, a large number of this crowd stands outside, some sort of trickling with you, uh, five trickling with you as well, as you make your way in. Um, this large cavern goes a bit deeper as you sort of make your way underneath the slanted uh, ceiling that has caved in. Uh, flickering lights do uh, dance for a moment as uh, several candles on a uh, northern wall are lit into little sconces, at least it seems like they've been hand-chiseled out to hold uh, a large number of uh, small candles or small torches. Uh, a lot of heat actually radiates from that wall as you sort of make your way in. Um, you're able to have your eyes adjust for a moment, and as they do, there are several hides sort of um, rolled out on the ground here. Um, a lot of them are tucked underneath various uneven floor um, tiles or cobblestones that were once dwarvish. Uh, to sort of even it out and make it a little bit uh, comf more comfortable to walk on. As you make your way through, a large number of a large number of uh, piles of looks like to be clothes or more hides are lying down in various um, uh, various like a parallel pattern to one another as you sort of make your way through and weave underneath this this dark cavern way. Uh, the mouth of this cavern with which you're walking sorts starts to then uh, extend larger than you thought, expressing that you have gone deeper into at least the fort itself and not necessarily just that outer rubble. Uh, so this does sort of branch into a larger cavern inside of the of this old fort. Uh, As we um, progress through these places that are more like uh, lived in, Mm -hmm. I'm looking for weapon styles. This is so random, I know. Okay. But if they happen to be the type of people that have weapon, like blunt weapons, quarterstaffs and things, mm -hmm. or ideally Eskrimer sticks, something like that, um, I would like to make note of it. Yeah. I think you see... Because I'm borderline unarmed. Yeah, yeah. I think you see various tools, um, uh, much like the uh, hooks that you've seen that they have uh, for fishing and, and large, uh, like anchors and things like that, are made of metal. Um, there are various tools. It seems like um, what you've noticed are the, the sharpened metal pieces are given to those who are working. So the fishermen 
have a lot of the, the good uh, materials and technology as they are the ones who are going out every day and making sure that the anchor is uh, a large heavy set piece of metal uh, and things like that. Some of the people that you saw on the boat have metal rings and their sword and uh, some knives. Uh, they have uh, large metal swords that don't have a triangular point. I think I said this last time, they have more of that squared end. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And those seem to be uh, around the people who you would see as the working class. But as you make your way into the town, the there are various, I guess you would say weaponry or the tools are more bone. Um, there are various walking sticks and uh, blunt type weapons um, that you would see as maybe weapons, but they could also be tools for maybe even using and molding and shaping some of these metal tools that are made. Um, so it sort of varies here. Not many axes, more swords and hammers and clubs and, and sticks. But like when it comes to chopping down trees and axes, there's not much there or at least anything that you could identify from your kingdom perspective. Um, so as you make your way through here, those lumps of large uh, hide or rolls, um, you do start to see them start to move and breathe. And you realize that these are actually bodies as you step over one another, and this is for everybody, as you step over into this space, uh, there are uh, some of these piles of bodies, or not piles of bodies, excuse me, these piles of clothes that seem to be a person or two wrapped up in something's cough every once in a while. <laughs> as uh, you start to then uh, make your way through what looks to be some sort of sick ward. Um, and uh, there is one, uh, there is a moment where something that catches your eye and I need you all to make a perception check as you sort of make your way through here, uh, noticing uh, the light reflecting off of the wall and starting to then start uh, taking uh, note of these, these, these bodies or these people who are, who are here. Uh, Jet, oh no, I'm sorry. Uh, Ty, you notice uh, as you make your way over through this area, there is a a pile of clothes that seems to be a person. And as you, and I think what what sort of what you notice and what catches your eye is their hand is outside of the blanket, um, but it's probably facing away, and not many other people see it. But when you see it, it looks like it is. Uh, it looks like from the wrist up, it looks like it is frozen in place at least. And then when it is moved and tucked underneath the blanket, more like in shame, you hear a as if stone is rubbing on stone uh, as the hand uh, then is pulled under one of these patients or one of these uh, sick uh, people sort of just sort of tucks their hand under a blanket. That large lump of where their hand now is uh, hides under the blanket as you sort of make note of that. Uh, and you start to hear other people start coughing and then you start to notice um, one or two uh, of these orcs. One comes to look at you, and I think uh, I, I think at this moment, Varsha, uh, you see as well with your second up being a thirteen, uh, a one of the, a an orc child uh, sort of looks up at you from uh, from laying down, sort of on her back, and as she does, you notice that she has this pale face that goes from her ear down to her cheek. Um, and unblinking eye as she sort of looks at you and uh, tries to focus for a moment. You see her left eye is focusing that there is someone else here, and she sort of curiously looks, and then she 
tucks her head back over under the blankets as you I sort of not... make your way through here. Yes? Going to notice all this coughing and I'm going to get a scarf, you know, like mm. a, and just have it over my face because I'm not sure what's going on here. It seems people are sick. Yeah. Yeah. Is this uh an affliction that we recognize? Is like petrification or something? Um I don't know if this is a disease or something that we're aware of. Right. If this is this isn't so like a countdown from thirty over their head. Yeah, this isn't a uh this isn't a common thing. There isn't a um, there isn't any sort of like, oh, be careful, don't go south, because people are turning into rocks. That's not what you, you hear here. Um, or if not, that's, this is new to you. Um, and as you make your way through and you, you cover your mouth, uh, Jet, uh, you do hear up ahead um, old creaking of bones uh, and a grinding of stone uh, and a shuffle of furs as uh, that large Goliath that you saw before stands up. And as she does, she stands about seven or eight feet tall, hunched over. Um, but she is still this, um, she looks like this uh, little cute old woman, except she's eight and eight foot tall Goliath. Uh, her uh, head is a little bit elongated as pure per the like as a Goliath's would be. Uh, chunks of her musculature is uh, sort of uh, keratin in places. And um, when she moves her head every once in a while and her neck and her back, you do hear the crunching and grinding of rocks as if something, uh, as if her bones were made of stone. Uh, as she sort of uh, rears her head over towards you and then turns and looks at you and says, uh, uh, Hello. Ah, what brings you here? I look at Varsha or Smith. Um, I look at Varsha and then Smith. And just have my arms crossed. I believe just, just to think that we came to an agreement that Smith was going to do most of the talking here, which is why I do that. But I can't mm. remember if that is true or not. We did, but he just shirked okay. it off onto me. Right, so then I look at the both of you. Okay. Um, what brings you to Avtoki? A spell storm, actually. Oh, a spell storm. You must be very course. careful of those. Uh, Twenty of you, I count. There are a couple of ships with a lot more. Uh. Right? Is there more than 20 of us total? <clears throat> yeah, okay. Okay, I was just making sure. I know we lost a ship. Um. <clears throat> well, welcome. I, I don't have much power here, but if you were brought here by Gormatog, then you must hold some sort of trust. I hear you are running from something? Someone. Yes, that's it. Well. Are you familiar with the God King? I've only heard stories. 
hateful stories. They're all true, then. They are? And she then cranes her neck, and you hear as the stone bones in her neck crack as they make their way toward you. Ah, well, it's good, then, that you are here. You hear a couple of coughs. <laughs> Why? Because. We can help if you need. We do not want anything to do with the God King, but if the stories are true, then we'll do our best to stay away and here. And if you need a place to stay, we can try our best to feed you. Um, at this moment, Gormatug uh, turns to her and says, she then turns to him. She is also speaking Orkish to him? She is also speaking Orkish. Okay. He gestures to a large net of fish that is over his shoulder. Um, and uh, he also gestures and uh, sort of shrugs his hands in the air and sort of gestures uh, to the, the crowd or at, to the crowd and as well as uh, towards the wall of, uh, of lights. Uh, and they have this small interaction. And she says, uh, I am, like I said, I do not hold much power except for helping those, and Gormatug being the blood of Avtoki. Which you would assume is hold some sort of power uh, when she mentions the blood, uh, the blood of something. Uh, Gormatug did say he mentioned that he is Gormatug of the Iron Scream blood. Um, a part of this uh, deduction, you start to then, this goes for any or all of you, uh, that you're starting to piece together that um, Iron Scream could be a clan or brood or family or tribe or whatever it may be, but it is a, uh, it is what you would call um, probably the closest, the closest uh, translation would be a family and uh, a family of power. And uh, she does then mention. The Iron Scream mentions that you are, we have enough food if you need to settle for a bit. We do not have any sort of force to fight any war, but we can keep you here if you need for a moment. The only thing is you must be careful. There is a affliction that is uh, running amok across Aftoki and the outskirts, and we are trying our best to get as much of this burn brush 
as we can. Because I'm not sure how long some of these people will stay with us. What did... As her voice sort of falls into worry. What is I, the affliction? Sorry, Jet. No, I wasn't going to say anything. I was going to tug your cape and ask you. Mm, basilisks. There seems to be some something that has stirred up lately. Uh, some sort of uh, I want to say matriarch of this uh, hellish creature. Many of them uh, would crawl through the streets and every time and time again we must batten down and hope we don't encounter any of them. But if we have enough burn brush, we'll be fine. She says with uncertainty. Do I know what burn brush is? Uh, make me a medicine check. Twenty-six. The twenty-six. You have heard of uh, burn brush before. It is a. Uh, it's much like a, a a tumbleweed that blows through the burning sands. It is one of the only uh, plants that can make it past one of like the volatile southernmost point where the sun of Parth is uh, so bright and burns so hot that not much live there. The burn brush, and people have said that they've seen burn brush grow uh, even farther past. Of course, the, it's hard to uh, take any witnesses seriously for those who go past uh, a sort of uh, the, uh, the like a, a wall of fire is what a lot of people call it. It is the it is the ring of inhabitable space at the southernmost point of hearth where the sun just burns its brightest. Uh, people go oh. through it. There are some that say that they can go through it and gather uh, the, the burn brush from the other side. But the stories of those people are few and far between. And yet the fact that you've heard this is probably was once in passing. And uh, you do remember uh, firewalkers, as they are called, as they are these a group of people who can travel beyond this ring of fire or this this halo of fire that is then uh, used to then. It's burn brush is a very uh, wonderful anti venom. Can reverse a lot of petrification effects. I uh, tug on Vasha's cape and I ask her. Where are they getting bone brush from in a place like this? I, I imagine that this is a question to the DM now. This yeah. map that we have of the kingdom that we are in, the spine, is this a common map? Or what would be available to civilians or people like us? Um, this is probably... This would, civilians, not really. Nobles would probably have um, a map like this. 
Uh, and I think when it comes to when it comes to the map, the, the map that you receive or would receive would be coming from the cartographer's perspective. So I think mm -hmm. if you received it somewhere from Evervale, you would receive it from the Ever an Evervalian uh, perspective. So okay. down here, down in Aftoki, things are going to be off of scale, and it's going to be very interesting because uh, what could last a week or what looks like to be a week could be different. Uh, last episode, uh, I think down by this green X is where you ended up, but it only took you a couple hours to go up to Aftoki uh, following the... Uh, of following the advice or following the, 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 the ships. So I think when it comes to outside of the kingdom, things start to get a little bit uh, out of scale as we are all exploring it. Uh, I also imagine the God King is arrogant enough that most of the maps we have are literally just Evervale and then everything outside of that is like... Yeah, it just, it doesn't, exactly. It's fucked. Yeah, exactly. That's, ex <laughs> that's exactly sort of it, where it's just like things out, outside... Like the yeah. people who create these maps only hear, probably only hear of what's down south and not have mm. seen it themselves or up north and have not seen it themselves. Would it be possible to roll a history check of to inform you can. my question too? Yeah, you can. A 14. 14. Ooh. Okay. I ask uh, Vasha, mm. how are they getting burn brush from a place so far north? It, I've heard before that it's something that only grows way down south. I can ask, what is burn brush? Uh, it's, it's a herb. It's a potent a anti... It's a potent agent. It would help to help them recover. Okay. Do we need um, it? Do we need it? <laughs> if we get... Whatever they have, I imagine. I hope so. not. I said they got it from a basilisk, so I don't think we can catch it, right? I don't know. DM, would it be possible to do, to I don't know make a medicine check to see if it's contagious, uh, from person to person? I think you would know that it is not contagious. Okay. I think you'd have to look into the eyes of the basilisk. I would imagine. Right. I don't Whatever know, they... so that's a good mm -hmm. question. What do I know about basilisks? I don't know mm -hmm. if I know anything about them. Okay. Can I roll for it, or... You can roll for it. I mean, I'm also up for you not knowing anything about it. I mean, it's whatever you think. Do you think that yeah. Varsha, maybe she heard stories mm -hmm. of a basilisk? I know everything maybe. about them. What is their, how many HP? What's the hit points? Yeah, exactly. Um, well, they can vary. Um, yeah, make me, a, uh, make me a history, Varsha. At disadvantage. Eleven. So with an eleven, you've heard the name, definitely, okay. definitely. You've also heard that um, uh, the basilisk was also the name of uh, someone's sword. I think you trained with someone who named their sword the basilisk. Oh, but, cool! And, and, <laughs> I love that. All right. I come to Vasha and mm -hmm. I say, I, I don't think this is a true disease. It almost seems magical. So I don't think it'd be a... Only very potent magics can be contagious. So we should be okay. Oh, we don't need to worry about it. Not amongst well, these people. They're getting no. the, the burn brushes 
from. Where are you getting the burn brush? And I'll just ask outright. Uh, we have uh, uh, several traitors from Carantir who make their way up north. Carantir, those who remember from last week, they mentioned it. It is that elvish kingdom to the south. Um, and uh, we have uh, trade contracts with them. But yeah. it's far too south for us. As she, looks, as she looks towards you, far too south for us to trek by ourselves. But it's definitely what is needed and has been the most potent for Venom. You know, uh, leaning to Varsha, just kind of whisper. Might be something we can use to trade. Might be able to help them with their problem. They help help us with ours. We can sell yeah. these ships, get some caravans, get supplies. Yeah, I got it. Just lean back. Um, has anyone tried eradicating the basilisks? I'm afraid that what you see... And she turns around and or actually she starts to then walk through you. Um, it's very easy for her to do as she starts to lumber toward you. Her knees start to then crane up towards her, her head as she is this crouched over, hunched um, uh, Goliath. As she then sort of swims by you, I think you all sort of move instinctually as, as she sort of her slow gait walks by. You hear still that subtle cracking of stone. Uh, as she sort of uh, makes her way through and she uh, gestures toward the people behind or the people uh, out toward the door this time because she walked through you. So she's gesturing to the people uh, who are lying down and she goes, Unfortunately, uh, due to our hurt and our burn brush stores, we are unable to send anyone who is brave enough out to eradicate the matriarch. But we do our best to stay where it is safe for now. If you are offering to eradicate the matriarch, or if with your bravery and guidance, we would be most appreciative. No. Or not. I look over at Ty like, what are you doing? Please let me speak and let me think for just a second. I don't know if you catch any of that in my glare. Because I don't know how well you know me. Make an insight. Say, no, we're not. Make an insight. Oh. oh, okay. You're looking at me when I say no, we're not. <laughs> and I think I just glare back at you um, for a second. And then I, um, like you've, you've interrupted my train of thought more so than I'm angry at you. Um, and I look back at the elder and I say, uh, the God King will be following us. And I, I mentioned this before, but we can trade our ships for caravans or safe passage. Uh, trading if, of ships for safe passage. If only it was safe for us to grant such a benefit. Mm. The matriarch 
swarms our southern lands, and we have just been here, unable to. You've met us at a pretty unfortunate time. Or fortunate. Or fortunate. So we'll have to. As she smiles past for a the moment, her teeth look wooden as they seem to have uh, various uh, striations and fissures of old uh, food or an age past long unbrushed teeth as she sort of smiles for a moment and her mouth creaks open. I turned to Jet. He was going to say something. So, so we have to get past Dimitriak to get the bun rush in the first place. We have to do both? Well, what I was thinking, and I lower my voice as best I can, um, I was thinking we trade our ships for a caravan, but then we do take care of the matriarch with no strings attached. And perhaps later when we need help, well, I just mean later when we need help marching against the God King, maybe they will remember our generosity. And that's it. Oh, later when we need help, like when we're all statues in the middle no. of nowhere. I mean later when we're ready to march on the God King. Do you know I... what the fuck the matriarch is? No, but apparently they know enough. Yeah, but apparently they can't fucking kill it. Yeah, well, let's learn about it and see if we can. The matriarch, I'm sorry to interrupt. I rolled a natural 20 on her, uh, her perception. And I just want to say that it is a large titanic basilisk that has been uh, spewing forth the demonic creatures. Do you know where Large as mountainsides, I've heard, uh, south here. But it's hard to know fully what and where. Or something so large, it is quite hard to find. And at this moment, uh, a small, um, what looks to be a large, lanky creature, um, humanoid in shape. Uh, they have, uh, they're quite hairy. Uh, they also seem to have sort of adolescent features, but they sort of uh, they're stand about the same height as most of you uh, as they sort of uh, come through uh, sheepishly and sort of uh, tap on the shoulder of um, the El Miss Elder Keenwolf. And, she, and they say uh, something in Orcish uh, to her. You could hear the uh, Orcish tongue uh, whispered uh, into her ear as she cranes her head down. And uh, she goes, uh, oh, I'm very sorry. Um, if you will excuse me, I must go tend to one of the wounded. And then she starts to somberly, her face sinks a little bit, uh, but uh, with some resolve, she's able to fight uh, some sort of emotion as she then starts to then uh, walk her way toward one of these people. Um, Basha, what the fuck? What? Big as a mountain might be a problem. Didn't realize it would be that bad. I you know uh, how to fucking track animals? If I may. Uh-huh. At this point, I don't think we have much of a choice. 
we came with boats with many mouths and they are saying this creature is blocking them which is why they are stuck up here in the north yeah why not we can't just leave because we don't have the food to leave we just die of hunger in the sea or get caught no we'll just borrow some nets leave a few people here they can fish live on the outskirts of this fucking place we'll go and you think food. the god king and their ships won't find us no we're gonna go and we'll go fucking uh what do you say there's an elven kingdom around here somewhere we'll go there but the but we can't I'm, pass by what do you mean we can't pass by I we look, can't I pass through can't without pass down to the south i get some paper and i just uh, quickly jot down what i think i know where we are and I show that to Mr. Tai that we are stuck on a peninsula. There's only one road going down south. We are blocked off roadwise. There's nothing I can't get for us. Okay, perfect. Let's Except go for fucking the big take down the Basilisk Mountain or whatever. I, I can get past it. What do you mean? Fighting it and getting past it are two different things. I think is what he's trying to get at, Marsha. We can't take the whole crew past it. No, we'll go. Go get some food. Come back. Barrels on the ships. Fuck off. Fuck off where? I don't know, not here where everyone's fucking dying because there's a giant basilisk turning everyone a fucking stone, including us, if we go running into its goddamn lair. Are you insane? I think we need all the help that we can get to fight the God King. And this might be our chance to get a whole other kingdom. Damaged as it is to help us. They're all fishermen. They're not all fishermen. I I look down to the bodies and I say, at one time they weren't all fishermen. These must be their warriors, no? But uh, DM, I look around and you said it's a dwarven... It... An old dwarven building that now has ox and this, um, I forget, Goliath. Mm-hmm. Ah, you said maybe there, there's a mixture of other people around. Are there any dwarves around? Um, make me a, make me a history check as you try to recall back through as you walked through the town as you start to ponder something. Make me a history check. Only a nine. Uh, with a nine, you are unable to remember seeing any dwarves walking through here. Okay. Just a curious thought is all. You do uh, know... This is not uh, the, the, a good plan. You do know that, uh, and I believe... Uh, I believe there is a lot of storytelling that happens in Nine News. Uh, a lot of the information that is in Nine News usually isn't spread by uh, an immediate uh, propaganda of Evervale or the God King, but it is usually more like uh, secondary or even tertiary as it makes its way down. But Nine News does have its own stories, and I think in Nine News, Jet, you do know and have heard that uh, once the world was split and cracked and was somehow, for some reason, fused back together. Dwarves, before that event, ruled the land. 
So this could be from that age. Oh, wow. Okay. So uh, some sort of pre-event settlement. Okay. All right. Um, that just answers some questions for me because I thought maybe because they are orcs and mm -hmm. all that stuff, maybe perhaps they took it by force. I didn't see mm -hmm. any dwarfs around, so I was a bit scared. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, anyway, so we're thinking about this monster. Um, are we going monster hunting or not? We I say in my head. I look to Vasha and I say, what do we do? Um, the way I see it, we have two options, really. We either take our ship and use the couple-day head start that we have to go back up around the coastline and go south and retrieve... What is it again, Jet? A burn brush. Burn brush. Bring it back and use that to trade, but we're still going to have to take everybody on through hopefully around this big mountain-sized creature. Oh, I see. I... Is the fisherman oak that we spoke to around still? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, going to Iron Scream is, uh... You would have known him to be one of the, one of the only people in this town that speaks common, except for... Yeah. Uh, except for the elder uh, Keen Wolf here. Uh, but he is around as well, acting as translator uh, to some, and also uh, you know him to be one of the most powerful uh, families, at least one of the Iron Screen Bloods, uh, to be here. So he, yes, he would be here overseeing. Okay. I turn to him and I ask, uh, the, 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 the Western waters that go towards this uh, Elven Kingdom, are there, are there any hazards in the sea? Is there anything that would stop us from taking a boat there instead of using a caravan to get your bone brush? Why haven't you done it if you have boats yourself? Pirates. Many pirates. Many... Many pirates. <laughs> okay. Mwah. Okay. I, 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 have I you ever come across an elvish pirate? No. Dangerous. Oh, I, I turn to Ty and I go, Monster? Or pirates? Pirates. Every time. Yeah, I feel like Ty would say that. You've seen Ty Plus. destroy people on boats. Okay. Pirates. We'll stop the boats that are following us as well. How, how, how many pirates? I, I, I turn to... Uh, Gomatog. Like, one boat? Two? Because if they have more than five, you know, I think I, 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 it's the same. No? How many fish in the sea? Can't quite tell. <laughs> Not necessarily true. Jet pirates are a lot easier to deal with. Something we don't know. I, I mean, it I depends can... on the pirate. We've Have you ever dealt with anything other than a, you know? Evervalian pirate? I've well, I can seen sink a ship a lot easier than I can attack a basilisk. You also know anything about what basilisks. What even is that? Yeah, what even is it? As you sort of have this moment, uh, Gormatog looks at you and then looks at your wares and also some of your armor and then and then is, says, Uh, also, 
Tarrant here is no uh, friend of Evervale, or oh, I'm sorry, of the God King. Hey. And you know Evervale, or Tarrant uh, here, to be adamantly against the God King. There has been battles between Carantir and the God King, but not in some time. Carantir being, so, of course, that other kingdom. But there is, if you Sorry. are to, I think what um, what I'm trying to express and what Gormatug is trying to express and is uh, you as with Evervalian ships sailing we'll to Carantir demolished. is very dangerous, yeah. Also, you I, said it, that they're a very like exclusively elven kingdom. Mm-hmm. Not exclusively, but just like very that. much like okay. a, like a, um, as much as sure Evervale like is multi- human. Multicultural kingdom. Right. It's still multicultural, but as, rule. Okay. It, with Elven rule, yes, that's exactly it. Okay, I just remember last week we were told that there are two main enemies of the Empire, so. Yeah, these two, They might right? be outwardly hostile and attack us on sight, regardless. How do you what feel? do you know about this monster? This is to the if elder. You fought it. Uh, this is to. Yeah. Uh, no, I have not. But uh, from what I hear and see, it uh, the creature when you uh, think you are near, or when you have confirmed that it is what it is has been tracking you, or you eat. It's too late. Uh, large. From what I understand, looks like a. The, um, the shark, but on land, uh, rigors through. Has anyone here actually seen it? Shark. Well, the... Basilis. Or... Useful when we were able to kill it, but ever since this uh, spawn of some sort of matriarch uh, has shown up, we have been unable to use its resources. Uh, we've been able to, and most of the warriors or the fighters who would and the hunters who would go out and hunt these basilisks uh, lay now uh, with uh, the elder. And as you, as. Um, Gormatug points towards the elder. You see the uh, elder uh, Keen Wolf is off in the distance over one of these bodies, uh, saying something that she's shaking some uh, sort of uh, brush of smoke as she then picks up and lifts what looks to be a stiff body. Um, the blanket falls, and it looks like she's carrying a statue of a, a person uh, that has, uh, in some sort of uh, fetal position, they look like they were curled up cold or sick. Uh, as she sort of picks up the uh, this person as if they're in that fetal position, her large, her large gaunt body uh, sort of holds and swaddles the uh, statue as if it was an egg or maybe a newborn. As she cra- cranes it up and her back straightens for a moment, as she then uh, lurches this person or this once person up into her arms, as she is then able to then uh, waddle and create uh, a path out toward. Uh, out into uh, the sun or outside of this uh, place, just presuming she is going to go uh, continue with some sort of burial ceremony as she, as another 
one of their hunted, or I'm sorry, one of their hunters uh, have unfortunately become one of the hunted as it is one of these, one of these people are now stone. Um, there's one thing I don't understand. Mm-hmm. So she is also slightly petrified. Has she seen this creature, this, this monster that she said that has done this thing? First hand. No. No, the, the basilisks are doing this. I think the land shark is driving the basilisks into town, right? It's messed up their land, their habitat. Mm-hmm. And there's another they used thing to, they used to use winding uh, them up. Yeah, so um, just just for some clarity, because I'm also making this up as we go. Uh, the uh, basilisks are the basilisks are being used to be hunted by a lot of the warriors until recently, where they have seen something that they're calling a matriarch. That is then, uh, and ever since then, they've been losing their hunters more and more frequently, and now they have no hunters left to continue fighting these basilisks. Um, I see. So it is not a basilisk matriarch. That confused me. I it, is, yeah, like, me it, it, it is a basilisk matriarch. Oh, okay. And, but they are referring to it as a large basilisk that is, uh, and they keep referring it to some sort of hell spawn basilisk. Uh, okay. But it is the size of a mountain. Um, and I think, um, Jet, give me a survival. Uh, actually, everybody give me a survival as you sort of, okay, I gave sort of recall and hear and listen to what's, uh, happening here, Blam, Blam, with a twenty-four from uh, from Ty. So, Ty, I think uh, as you're starting to piece all this together, um, the matriarch could be. It could seem to be something dire. You've seen, you've heard of dire wolves. You heard there have been dire bears in and around the area, but the kingdom has had them eradicated uh, mostly and usually. Um, their pelts and things would trade very well in Galfish, but uh, if the this size is, of a mountain, but if this is something like right, there is there is a potential that it could just be this whatever this dire uh, genetic hiccup is, whatever whatever creates something dire. This could be it, or I, it could be something different. I put my hand up and I ask, has anyone here actually seen this matriarch? It doesn't matter if they are turn to stone or not but has anybody seen it firsthand because I don't believe any creature is as big as a mountain stories are stories we need to know what we're we're going up against we can't be going in uh, uh, out there uh, avoid eye contact with everybody and stare at a wall Um, we we can't go go out there half-assed we need to know what's going on um a um, I think as you sort of how I, I think I, I, I in my mind you sort of express this in a huff and it sort of echoes off mm-hmm. of the chamber a bit. Um, that being said, you do hear a slump. There's a little bit of a quiet and a little bit of a uh, of silence. And as this moment passes, and you all sort of soak in the moment of uh, Jet sort of being uh, frustrated or expressing some sort of concern, um, the, the silence is broken by someone uh, or some someone in the distance or one of the lumps in the distance of one of the uh, uh, patients or victims, I would say, as they... <clears throat> and uh, the blanket falls off of uh, that same person before that raised their hand. Uh, it is a clawed hand that is uh, now in that stone form. 
as they raise uh, raise it up for a moment uh, and um, Iron Scream then turns to them and says, we have, and he starts to then lead you toward this person. Okay. Um, this person then, Iron Scream grabs their stone arm and hoists them up onto, uh, up onto, up to sitting up position as uh, Gormatug Iron Scream starts talking in orcish to this other orc. Um, this other orc, uh, there is a moment where uh, Gormatug is having a conversation. It seems to be explaining something or uh, then gesturing towards you, uh, Jet, and then starts to then uh, gesture towards uh, a bunch of you as well, as it seems like Gormatug is translating what you just said and what you're all here for. Uh, and the um, this orc uh, tied back hair, uh, their arm is uh, in a uh, is is stone, and they have furs are wrapped around them, much like a lot of blankets, as if trying to keep them warm from some sort of sickness. Um, they have they are missing one tusk, uh, but a large fang uh, sort of peeks out from under their uh, their bottom jaw as they uh, start to then chatter in a bit of this orcish tongue. Gormatuk does turn and then say, uh, "Bronzy has seen it." Uh, and it says large fractured uh, spiked mountaintop for a back and a large um, storm uh, like the eye of a storm for a mouth eyes burn of fire Crawls on six legs. How big is it? It's not a mountain. I need to know how big it is. Uh, the other orc, Bronzy, says, And then Garmatog looks back and says, About, about the size of this building, maybe 10, 15 fish larger. About, um, uh, turns again. Would I say, Hallelfuls, Ibar? About the size of our, two of our ships, end to end. And you'd probably notice that ships. to be, oh yeah, of their ships. So you notice okay. that to be about maybe. Uh, 150 to 200 feet. Yeah. Still okay. pretty big, not a mountain. Okay. So I relay that to my group. Maybe a small hill. And I say, I was looking for a proper eyewitness because stories only get you so far. And I might have a way just once for one, for one of us, one, one person uh, to to cure them if they become like this. Thankfully, I didn't have to waste it to get that information. I, I'm saying this under my breath so this guy can't hear me because otherwise I might can't check it. 
I don't know if we can deal with anything like that. It... It sounds too fantastic to be true. Varsha, I know you want to help, but... There's only so much we can do. I'm well aware of what we can do. And what we have done. I think we have an opportunity to use our skills to help someone. A lot of someones. Feels like both situations suck, to be honest. We either sail somewhat damaged ships directly into enemy territory, and before we even get a chance to say anything or fly a white flag or anything, we'll get attacked and have to deal with that. And in some ways, that is an enemy that we know, but is it really? I don't know what to expect from these pirates. I don't know what their technology is like. We can't just be expecting them to be Evervale pirates. I think at this moment, Gormatug um, has been watching, I think from a crouched position this entire time, watching up uh, at you as you're all talking. Uh, he makes his way up to his, uh, full standing height uh, and has a bit of a, a soft brow as he looks a little concerned uh, toward you both, or toward you all, and um, and says, I, I understand that this is quite a conundrum or quite a... Uh, you may need time to think about it. Uh, you feel free to take as long as you need uh, if you plan to help. If you well, do not, first, I, I, can we uh, can we get our people fed? Of course, yes, we'll get right on that. Like I said, please uh, make yourself comfortable. If uh, I will, one moment. He walks away. Uh, he's ta- he speaks to someone for a second, and then they are sent off. And then he comes and joins you again. I will stay by your side if you need anything. Not many people speak your tongue here. And um. Some go in and are sent off. Uh, and uh, I think you see um, an orc, uh, a young orc run up to, I guess, way in the distance, you see, um, I think through the crowd of the people waiting outside the door that you all brought from Stormford, you see um, the large, hunched-over Goliath uh, woman, um, Elder Keenwolf. She is, uh, she hears this person, or she listens for a second, and then she starts to then uh, creep over or slink over toward the large crowd, and she starts to then uh, speak to them, uh, at least very friendly gestures, and then starts to funnel them toward uh, somewhere where uh, a, a large fire pit um, off in the distance, where it seems like or what that they are starting to then uh, prepare some sort of food uh, for the crowd that you brought. Uh, Gormatug does stand by your side as this happens. We don't really have that much time. We maybe have a day or two. On the Sworn, I mean. Before they start coming looking for us. Or or maybe a day or two off course. 
What? They don't know where we're at. Well, I'm we sure made, they're gonna be. We made very good time because of the storm. You probably shaved off several days, Varsha. Yeah, I know, but I'm saying we only have a couple of days before they start going down the coastline. I mean, they may already be doing that. We have, what, maybe three, four days before they're here? What's your point? Well, I'm saying we can't take our time. We have to make a decision. If you want to go pirates, we got to do that now. Because we got to go all the way back up around the coast, which means we have a chance of running into them. The longer we take... they got in here, in this town? They got fish, they're all right. What do you mean? Food ain't their issue. Their issue is this fucking plague or whatever. So, let's just buy a bunch of food off of them and fuck off. From what we know about this basilisk matriarch, whatever it is, and to be clear, we don't know a lot. It's massive. This thing is bigger than anything I've ever fought. And, uh, well, in terms of our resources to what we can use, we've got some angry prisoners, but, uh, Maybe only a few of them might be able to help. And if we rely on ourselves and Lorcan and Buttocks, anybody that we can take that's of able body, even then, is there anything we can even do to this thing? Hold on, speak for yourself. Someone said I couldn't kill it. Regardless of Ty's prowess, I don't know what we can do against this thing. Even if the pirates are strong, I can sink a ship. You can sink an Evervalian ship. Well... I think we're much more likely to run into a ship that's made of wood that I can set on fire than dealing with whatever this is. You have uh, any idea? I mean, the biggest thing I've ever fought is a hill giant, and that was with a lot of, well, that was with a lot of guards. This thing's a lot bigger. Make a history check, Smith. Seven. With a seven. You remember that the hill giant that you fought was actually a forest troll. But that's okay. No one... I don't bring it up. Yeah, I, I figure. Okay. There's more to that, but you got a seven. 
Yeah, but we might make it past the pirates. But then, what about this elven kingdom? They've got their own ships. What if they've got, like... They hate us. They hate us. Well, they don't they're hate not us. Gonna, they hate they're not going to help us. They're not going to help us. We're not going to get oh, close then. enough for them to help us. No, they'll kill no, half no. of us first. Yeah. I'm saying they'll fuck our ships up from the shore, probably. Right. So we can't go there I'd... anyway. Mm -hmm. We'd have to go past the pirates. If we avoid them or defeat them and get through, we'd have to go past them again to get back. Or we take on this monster... And both kingdoms like us. Yeah, we take on the monster and we turn to stone and die. Are you afraid? Do you think I'm afraid? I don't know, that's why I'm asking. I don't want to lose. And we need all the help we can get. I turn to the orc, the one who can speak common. And I ask... In Aftoki, how many people are here? How many live here? In your in your settlement. Uh, one hundred and ninety-four. And of that one hundred and ninety-four. And ninety-three. How many are sick like this? Well, what you see here, so... Can I see? Man, shell, beast, shell, crown. Uh, you would say 13? 10 and 3? Okay. So... It's more than just four of us here. It's more than just the eight that we came with. There are at least... I want to say there are 40 people in the ship or something, Quad, right? There are at least half your your settlement's worth of people we need to feed. Uh, ah, your water no is going to be... Okay. All right. So we do have an out then. I turn to them. My worry was that we're not going to be able to feed ourselves in these waters. And so we would have to go and take out the basilisk. You're saying this to... No, I'm talking to, um, well, Vasha, to say that we don't have to do it. Make, a, make an insight, to. Jet, as he says, it's no problem. With a 21, 21 insight, um, I think you read when he says it's no problem, I think he meant like it's because he did cut you off, right? It's no problem like he was excited to feed you. I don't know if it was much like like uh, like hosting people. I think he was more excited about hosting than he was about trading and giving you. Like, oh yeah, that's no problem. That we're like we've got it here in Aftoki. Whether or not he has it to give you to then head out into. It's one thing to share the food, but it's one thing to be like, here's a butt ton of food and see you out in the waters. I don't yeah. think that they have that much food. Thank you for leaving us to die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Money isn't going to help them right now. Right, right. In that case, I turn to die, and I say we men have a choice. Oh, 
Where the fuck do we find the thing? Maybe we counts. can. Maybe we can uh, see if we can learn a little bit more about this before we rush headlong into the fight. I agree. I nod. Why? Just fucking point me at it. Because well, it's, it's apparently just be big, hurting people. If we could figure out what it is, uh, figure out maybe our advantages. Maybe we can poison it. It's a really good idea. What does it eat? People. Uh, what do the other basilisks eat? What have you seen them eat? Hey. Hey. He walks over towards the person again uh, and some of the other hunters. Uh, and I think that they all say sort of the same thing at the same time, um, like as if it was a joke. They all, uh, they, but then he turns and goes, Ah, stone. Maybe we they, can't poison it. They turn people to stone and then they eat that. Is that what they're saying? What? And as he sort of checks in with one of the other hunters, the hunter says something. And then uh, Gormatug turns and says, Well, they are known, they're known also to, uh, they're known also to kill from time to time, but if they are to eat, they will petrify. Does that mean we can use clay? Or... You know, like well, red clay? Oh, I like don't know. Turns to stone, or it looks like stone, and then they eat it, and then it suffocates, I guess. Could always uh, make some explosives. Give it a little indigestion. I smile at that, because it's mm. all the way back to the beginning for us with explosives. I'm sure Jed and I could manage that. Mm-hmm. If in doubt, blow it up. Yeah. Question is, how do we get the bomb inside? Look, can we? Do uh, you have anybody that knows the uh, the area where these basilisks are located? Maybe we could uh, investigate from far away, learn a little bit more about them. We might be able to help. Yeah. He'll go, we could find someone. You want to do that now? You hungry? We could eat, we could eat first and after. We need to feed our people first. Yes. We might be able to uh, get some things worked out. Um, we're going to head back to our ships, let everybody know that uh, we can come into town. Very well. And, I will walk uh, you out. To make his way out with you as you continue your talking. Sorry. We're going to head back to the ships and uh, we'll, we've got some very hungry people. Get them fed and we'll figure something out. Yeah. Anyway, come on. This is all very exciting to have you here. It's, uh, 
it's been quite a time when we have been there. Join the party as they make their way through the uh, wetlands of the salted uh, tidal pools of a once soaked, sunken land as they make their way back through with their guide, Gormatug Iron Scream. Did you leave Gormatug Iron Scream in town with the... Probably, that's probably actually what happened. I think Gormatug would stay back um, and... Uh, start up the feast or start uh, hosting the feast with those you have left in um, in Eftoki. Uh, mm-hmm. So leaving you all to make your way back and spread either the news, the word, or to uh, start your planning of what the next steps are in whatever it is that you do. Um, but we do cut to you making your way back and uh, or make your way back onto the ship and uh, some others are starting to make their way and uh, start trailing towards uh, Eftoki, uh, hungry, starved as they are, uh, start to then gather the strength as some, uh, food starts to blow in from the smoke of food starts to blow in from the south as it makes its way up toward you all. And uh, as that starts to happen, uh, excitement starts to then uh, erupt on the ship as some of the crew and even Captain Buttocks himself is, uh, starts to then uh, salivate as food is, uh, the scent of food is in the air as you make your way up onto the uh, driftwood docks adorned by some of the shellfish that are nearby and up onto the gangplank to the longboat. Yeah, grab some food. Eat up. You, you don't. You didn't bring any for me then. I gotta go get it myself. You're a big boy. Yeah, I'm a big boy. I'm not walking through that. That looks like I sink right through. You're big enough so that you can climb right out. Yeah, me. He starts to uh, curse his way over towards the gangplank and waddles down the gangplank, shakes and shudders for a moment as Captain Buttocks. Starts to then uh, find his footing. As he starts to then, uh, once back, looks at all of you. Hi! Don't steal my ship! As he then keeps uh. walking towards with a small group of people as they make their way towards food. Um, you do see Captain Buttock starts to then, uh, as he gets a little bit closer, picks up the pace a bit as he is very hungry. You are left on the boat with some crew. You haven't seen uh, Lorcan yet. Ty. What's up with Lorcan? Is he always like this? He's like your big plan man, and he can only focus on what's right in front of him. Uh, ten At least maybe in this man. instance. Did something happen to him in Gulfish? Is there some reason why that 
specifically he couldn't seem to let go of? I shook up about something. I don't know. I don't know, because I don't know if he has always been like this. I just do what he says, you know? Yeah, okay. I think he's fucked up about something. I think he thinks we've lost. And that he's lost. Maybe. I don't know. He didn't talk to me about that shit, so... We haven't lost. We're just getting started. Uh, I can try and speak to him if you want. I mean, yes. He's like your leader. If he yeah. loses hope, then half of your crew will also lose hope. Oh, I don't know if he's ever had any hope. Yeah, well, fire, passion. If he loses that, then we're just as screwed. I mean, if you think it'll help, I'll go with you, but... Probably not. You know, probably not. Yeah, I'm, I'm ex-sworn, you know? Yeah. I don't know what his deal is, but... Uh, yeah, right. I'll go find him then. You want to ask Maybe him what he thinks about? A, about the thing? Yeah, about either pirates or thing. Uh, yeah, he'll pick pirates. Um, but maybe you should ask Tenno. Yeah, okay. Uh, alright, let me see if I can find him then. Need any help with Tenno? Uh, I mean... No, but if you want to come, you're welcome to. You too, Jet. I... I don't know the man. I might be better off just preparing for whatever happens. You got this. What do you think? I'm, uh... You got this, Farsha. I'm gonna, uh... Well, I'll, uh start to talk to some of the um, the people in town about these basilisks get whatever information I can and get some food okay alright start to walk off <sighs> okay I'll go find Tenno I guess You make your way, Varsha, downstairs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Music's not the music I wanted. Uh, you okay, make your that's, way. <laughs> thank you for letting me know that, because I went, okay, Tenno's going to murder me. Uh, he's going to kill you. Um, yeah. You make your way toward, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you make your way downstairs uh, in a long bow. Uh, you make your way towards Tenno's quarters. Uh, his door is open. As it has been for the past couple of days, 
he has rarely left the quarters. Um, I think at night, uh, he leaves and goes for a walk, mostly during the day. He's been trying to keep to himself. Um, last time we met uh, Tenno, we've discovered that he's having a very hard time coming to reality. The fact that he may or not, may not be able to asleep if he wants to do anything to help um, to help what's going on with the the intent. He, as you walk into the open door of his quarters, you see him uh, sort of up against the wall. His eyes are closed, but like heavy as he's trying to blink. Uh, and then he's, his eyes sort of focus and he catches uh, you in his focus and he goes, oh, hi. Hi, how's the not sleeping going? Awful. Yeah. Yeah. I... Almost fell asleep a couple of times, I'll be honest. But I don't think I have. So that's good. It's um, very good. It's surprising how, how much you could sleep standing up, because I wasn't aware you could do that. This is really hard. don't know how much longer I could stay awake. What's that? What? Sorry, I just... Thought I saw uh, something. It was not, it's probably just my... Sorry, it's hard. It's Could have been anything. I'm starting to see a lot of things like um, shadows or things in the corner of my eye, you know? When that happens, sounds like I. But that's probably nothing. Nothing, just shadows. Black, lack of sleep. Lack of sleep. Yeah, it could be that. Yeah. I, uh, sorry. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. I don't know how long I could do this. Is there any way? Like, have we? Where are we? What is this place? Well, the the storm blew us off course. Um, yeah, we yeah. are. Um. I hesitate for a second. Do you want me to tell you where we are? Should I tell you where we are? Can I? Oh, right. Yeah. I mean, I want to. Yeah, yeah. I probably best. But I, I don't know what the right thing to do is. I need your advice. I need your opinion so badly. And I... I, yeah, I, I don't want to let you down. I don't want to let the, the, the entente down. I'm trying... Uh, trying to to just not let them have any more power, you know. They've already taken so much from so many. I just feel like if I could hold this, they can't take this from me or take this from us, take this from the entente. So I'm just. Do you think that's enough? Do you think if you slept and she came in a dream, you'd be able to control it? I don't know. I don't know what, I don't even know what or how or why or what, what it is that's going on. I mean, she, the good news is, now that I'm thinking about it and now that I'm able to express it with you, is that if, if I fall asleep now, it just sounds 
so good. If I was to just rest for a little bit, and she did come into my head, right? We've yeah. already delayed so much, right? So is it even that bad? Um, actually, you can do it because our plan has completely changed. The only thing that's not changed is I told you the location for something that they cannot know, like okay. ever. Okay, so I could, are you sure? Am I sure what? That I can sleep. I'm not, I'm not sure. I, I, I'm not sure either. <laughs> You're the strategist, not me. I'm okay, just, think, I'm, um, I'm winging it. I'm doing the yeah, best yeah, I yeah, can. Yeah, well, if, if this is, <laughs> if this is what we're doing, and if you think that that's true, then I can sleep. Because even if I do fall asleep, and even if she does, let's say worst case scenario, she comes into my mind and takes all the information that you've told me or whatever. I, it, it would have been, how long have we been traveling? And what, six Six days, seven days. days. Yeah, something like that. That's six days of information. That's six days. We're already six days ahead, right? Is that... I mean, maybe I'm just... You haven't slept for six days? I don't think... I, I don't think so. Okay. Um, let's just see if Brother Sykes or literally anyone can ward you before you go to sleep. Just anything. Maybe even uh, put a put a block on specific memory or conversation. Let's just go out of our way to try to protect you as best as yeah, we can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. all right. Yeah? Yes. Because I could really use your opinion on something. Okay. Not just because I, yeah. you know, I want you to sleep and be well as well, but everyone's looking to me like I have some sort of leadership skills and I don't. So I'm just, I just, I don't know what to do. And I feel like hundreds of lives are in the balance, and it's a lot of pressure. That's a lot of pressure. Okay, so I, I know we're in, nowhere near the spine, at least. I think, right? Am I close? I'm sorry. Never mind. Don't tell me. Uh, okay. Uh, Should I blindfold you? That's a whole other thing. What if she enters into your dream and can smell what you smell or see what you see? That's it. That's all <laughs> anyone would need. Yeah. Okay. Um. Who? who brother? What? Who? Who can help me? Brother Sykes. Uh. I. Okay. I think I. I talked to him last time, and he was um. I keep coming to him for help, and I think he's probably pretty annoyed at this point, but this is really important. Okay, well, ho hopefully he can help. Um, I... I'm gonna come with you, I, otherwise I'll, I, I may fall asleep. Yeah, of course. Yeah, um, okay. do you, do you know anything about a basilisk land uh, shark? What a wonderful question. Um, no, land shark? 
curious if you knew about it. Like a snake? I don't know what a shark is. I've never seen a shark. Oh, sharks are like a big, dangerous fish. So How can a it, fish be dangerous? It's like a, it's a monster of the sea. It's got like millions of teeth. Oh. Yeah. They had it a couple times in in the hooks over in Evervale. Either way, yeah, Never. it's uh, I don't know what to pass. Yeah. Let's anyway. Um, yeah, let's. Sorry, I okay. almost fell asleep. Yeah, yeah. And uh, at this moment, he sort of reaches out and grasps your shoulder. Um, and then he sort of like uh, gives you a look or like, thanks, uh, as he sort of just finds him, he's like adjusts himself as he tries to um, gain some sort of composure as he's trying not to fall asleep and just sort of let you guide his footsteps for a moment uh, to wherever Brother Sykes may be. Um... Brother Sykes is on this ship. It does look like he is, uh, as you go and try to find him somewhere, he is up on the, uh, making his way onto the gangplank, I think, uh, as an old, uh, an older person would. He's, but he's also, once again, blind. So he's feeling around for um, some sort of uh, banister or something. He does uh, hold his hand out and he grasps some of the netting for the, uh, for the, uh, the, the sail. As he, or some of the rigging, as he then uh, finds and, and finds the, the footing for the, the gangplank, the rattling gangplank, and then he starts to make his way downward as you approach. Well, who's Hi, there? Hi, brother. Yes. It's me again. Yes? I'm just, um, I could really use some guidance or some help. Okay, Again. Uh, help help me back then, as he sort of mm-hmm. turns to you and holds out a hand, um, and uh, you sort of guide him back up towards uh, yeah. the ship. Um, so a couple steps in, he then turns and sits on the railing that goes around the ship, I don't know what that was called, yeah. but that, that whole thing, um, and he sort of sits on that and leans up against it and says, well, what is it then? How can I? Um, I'm really tired. Okay, he sort of says to Tenno, um, I... I, is, can you help? I don't know what it is that you are asking of me, Vavasha, what is? So, um, and I will explain, uh, as briefly, but as, uh, I, I just explain what happened yeah. there in the, uh, prison. Yeah. Because we don't know for sure what that means or if she's been scrying, and I kind of summarize that as best I can. And then leave it with you know i i don't know if that means that she can come into his dreams whenever she wants i don't know but it, could we maybe assume the worst and i don't know put a ward on him so that he can sleep or um maybe even just block one bit of detail from his memory so that he can't give it up um Interesting. I rolled what he knows, if he can piece together what you've telling what you're telling him with what he potentially knows about what's going on, uh, if mm-hmm. he can diagnose with what's happening, and then I also rolled if he can do anything about it. And these are the results. Uh, he says um, he then 
sort of as you're explaining all of this, his, he sort of nods, his eyes furrow for a second as he's trying to recall something. Uh, and he says, this sounds uh, a lot like a... I've heard stories of uh, night witches who would be able to do this sort of thing. Uh, whether or not it is true, uh, it's something else entirely. Uh, Crossreek uh, actually was uh, built on an old hovel of an ancient uh, witch-like coven. So uh, there is, it's quite fortuitous that you uh, uh, sought me out for any sort of issues uh, with this matter because uh, night witches are not something to uh, be trifled with and also uh, very it's quite interesting the very reality that is our psyche is also one that splits both uh, the the negative and the positive of light and dark as well as the paragons and how they guide us through it um, the various realities that are always flickering like a deck of cards in front of us there is a way through each and every one of those cards that would be of course what it is in your dreams and how to interpret what it is uh, you saw during that flipping of the deck and uh, night witches are able to uh, with some of their divine magic are able to, I'm sorry, their, their dark magic, are able to then uh, weave their own psyche into that of others, misinterpreting what it is they saw in that fate deck that they uh, so see each and every day. Uh, thus, uh, trailing and manipulating the very outcome of what could be and what that person could have perceived when that fortune teller or soothsayer would display the deck of their life in front of them. Does that make any sense? Yes. Oh, good. But unfortunately, as much as uh, this, uh, as much as the uh, this creature or this night witch or whatever it may be, uh, that it is you. Who did you say this was? This is Tenno. No, no, the the the, oh. the witch in question. Oh, jeez, what was her name again? The loving Not, queen, she is known as. Oh, the loving queen did it? Oh, jeez, I thought it was the warden. You're right, it is the loving queen. Um, <clears throat> that would be the queen of Evervale. Oh, okay. Uh, Tenno sort of, at this point, looks over at you. Uh, and then he sort of walks away. And you see that he stands maybe around about 30 or so feet away from you and then looks mm -hmm. back at you as if he's waiting for your conversation to be over. He doesn't yeah, want to okay. hear anything. Yeah. Um, and I think he did that before. I think he's... Uh, yeah. It was this person's question. He, he sort of yeah, um, went off and... Uh, and, and Stood and gave far away. Yeah. yeah. As... Uh, as... My brother Sykes sort of divulges yeah. this information. As far as what I, I could do, um, whether or not I could help, uh, I do not possess uh, any magics uh, thus that are dark enough that uh, the, this, this witch in question would use. I'm afraid I would be no, of no help. Do you know anyone who would be able to help? 
If we are able to get to any some sort of uh, uh, information, a library or uh, something of the sort, I could then find out more. Okay. You know what would be great? The Academy. That, their library spans out for as far as, well, the eye can see and the psyche could even predict. Okay, so I, before I realized what had been done to him, I told him where the Academy was and our plan. <laughs> so. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, and he sort of um, yeah. looks to where Tenno was uh, and then uh, as if he's addressing and like he frowns for a moment as if he's addressing Tenno still, but Tenno's 30 feet in the other yeah. direction. Um, yeah. And uh, he, uh, Brother Sykes, um, then starts to, oh, I see. Oh, poor boy. Yeah, so now we're in the situation of he's been awake for six days and oh. doesn't want to fall asleep because he doesn't want to give up this information. Oh. I, I don't know if there's magic that can refresh him and keep him awake until we get there, but at every at every step of the way, there's a roadblock. We kind of sort of... Yes. But don't really have our griffins anymore. We can't fly as quickly as possible. We have a weird land shark basilisk thing we might be fighting and or pirates. I just I just don't know how basilisk. Yeah. Oh, Do you know what that is? I, uh yes, uh, it's a creature that is uh Large creature, its scales uh, reflect that of uh, the most devastating, dreadful images, from what I understand, petrifying those who even gaze upon it. I have never seen such a thing, though, but I've only heard of the myths and the folklore in and around the spine. So you... How are you supposed to attack it if you can't see it? Magic? Well, I, 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 I'm unsure of that. I believe I, I don't, I haven't, I wish I could tell you. Uh, I would assume magic, or at least if there is any other way you could um, look up upon it. Though it does seem as if I, I've been a while since I've heard Basilisk, uh, though I, something I learned back. And for a moment he tries to remember something. Was it? No, that was... Yes, their eyes. Don't look into their eyes. Okay. But the scales are okay? I'm only telling you the stories. Uh, the stories would say yeah, a cloak okay. of scales that would then erupt a petrifying dread. But uh, what I understand from what I was taught, it was their eyes. Okay. Uh, you don't happen to know any weaknesses or anything we could use against it? His face scrunches as he tries to think of anything. Make me a perception. Or, I'm sorry, persuasion. <laughs> Make me a persuasion check. 
Sorry, I keep using you like a library. No, it's okay. I, Twelve. I have armed myself with the the tools of knowledge, and if I am not going to use those tools, then why would I call myself a carpenter? Uh, he then, uh, when you say, when you give them the twelve, mm. uh, when you give him the perception or persuasion of twelve, he then um, says, I would only assume uh, to be smart and maybe not look with your eyes. As the blind man looks at you? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Would you help about... me down off of this, please? And he's, yeah, and absolutely. At this point, he's made his way toward the gangplank. I'm very hungry. Yeah. Um, I will help him down. He hasn't been eating at all. Did we not pull he him has, from... He has been eating, okay. but he's, but all, he's like, still hungry. He, he, okay. can still, he just smells... Probably smells not today, food, he hasn't yeah. eaten, but yeah. yeah, he smells the food wafting I'll, from... I'll walk him down, uh, so kind of like in the direction mm. of the food. Mm. Um, as for Tenno, is there anything that I can do at all? Can I... Is there magic that can rejuvenate him or keep him awake or anything? Well, maybe there is something. Uh, in uh, where? And you see, for a moment, he stamps the ground. There is um, swamp. Okay. Yes, I. That's good. Marshlands. Yes. Um, there is a moss. It dangles from a gray tree. Um, it's good for keeping one awake. Guards awake at night. If you can find that, you can maybe keep him awake. Okay, thank you. Yes, widow's nettle, it's called. Widow's nettle, got it. Yes. Thank you very much. Yes, it's because the widow was because the, the husband was Then starts to waddle off and wander as he then remembers uh, the why it's called widow's widow's nettle uh, and what that uh, what the legends say of that as he starts to then slosh towards the direction of the food. Tenno is up at the uh, Tenno is up at the gangplank as you turn around to make your way up to meet up with your friends. Tenno is there, uh, sort of looking down, waiting to. Sort uh, of thumbs up, eh? anything? As he sort of looks. Widow's nettle. It's like a moss that'll help keep you awake. I know. I know. Right. I know. Widow's nettle. Okay. Okay. Is that uh, it? Have you ha- have you been having some or? I've, I've, I've had a, I've had some tea of it trying to keep me up, but I mean I have we're, one we're out so that's good and two because I need more and two it's disgusting. So I just great. I'm glad this is what this is it. This is what we're gonna continue doing. Um, oh. I wonder, I wonder like, if you could. Get frustrated. I wonder if you can sleep and nap and I just wake you up before you, you know, start dreaming. It's an idea, but how do you know when I'm dreaming? When I kick my foot. It's too risky, Varsha. It's fine. I'll go. I could help you go get some nettle. How about that? Let's do do that. Yeah. Instead yeah. Worrying okay. about this, let's just go do it. Okay. Oh, as he starts to then, uh, in a frustrated uh, gait, make his way down the uh, the gangplank, 
as we sort of leave you two as you both sort of veer off of the trail uh, towards some of the uh, swampland, toward maybe some of the gray wood or the, the gray leaves of some of these trees that potentially could be hanging some of that, uh, that widow, widow's nettle. Uh, and uh, with that, I think you're go we are going to then meet up with, as you enter the... Uh, the captain's quarters with a map scrawled, sprawled out onto uh, the large, uh, unmade, disgusting bed is uh, Lorcan, uh, sort of standing over it. And as you walk in, Kai, uh, he, his eyes are not off of the map as he says, What brings you here? Uh, well, we met with some of the uh, local people here. Uh, yes. They got food, but they've got uh, the thing blocking the road, like a like a dire basilisk. Sounds like dire basilisk. Uh, yeah, something like that. Petrified off of their people. It doesn't uh, seem like it's our problem. No, it doesn't seem like that, but. Uh, well, the plan was to maybe ditch the boat, get some wagons, right? And head along by road, but we can't get out. Uh, or if we do, at least we're going to encounter this thing. Uh, we could take the boat out. We considered going down to some other elven kingdom nearby, but uh, there's pirates out there and also taking a sworn boat over there is just going to get us chewed up by the elves. So uh, we're going to go and... Uh, Killed a fucking basilisk. Cleared a path. You sure? Um, well, unless you can think of anything else that we can do. Carantir knows me. Right, but they don't know this ship. No, they don't know this ship. But yeah. if you want to go kill a basilisk, with your friends, that's fine. But I'm hoping to win a war. Yeah, no, I'm not going to go and kill a basilisk with my friends like I'm going to play football in the street. I'm just clearing a path so that we can get the fuck out of here and get back to the business. If you want to get the fuck out of here, we could raise the anchors and head back. Right. I mean, we can probably buy some food off of them, but we ain't got much in way of trade, have we? So... Plus, they're going to be looking for us on a boat. So the point was ditching the boat, was it not? I'm not sure. I feel like sure? I feel like I've I feel like I've been betrayed, Ty. We had a plan: the Entente, the Longbow, the Camilla, and the Lawrence have followed me and my plan to get to Galfish get back to Galfish, so we can then fight what it was that we knew what we were seeing. And that was the blockade. And now we're way out here. Fuck knows where. Of course, the God King doesn't know we're here. That's great, but also we don't know where we are. And meanwhile, back in Galfish, Galfish could be burning, let alone maybe even Deadgrove, maybe even let alone the entire kingdom. We don't know what's going on. And you've led us all the way out here. I've led us out here, have I? Didn't realize I was in charge of the Entente. We're listening to my orders now, or yours. 
They seem to be following you. Well, if that's the case, we've got a new plan, haven't we? Kill the fucking thing, get on the wagons, get over there as fast as we can. Sneak attack. We are this close to Carantir. We should just go to Carantir. Why? They know me. Right? They're not going to kill me. Okay, but... And they won't kill you. They know that I'm on my way. Yeah, but for what purpose, though? Well, to get a load of wagons, we can get them from here. We just need to clear the road. Still gonna have to come back through here. Right. Then we'll clear the road. ships. How many men yeah. are you going to lose clearing this road? Hey? Those are troops, uh, those are soldiers, those are pieces. Right. You go and do it then. That disposable. <laughs> no, okay. I'm not. And I think we both know that. You sure about that? Because it doesn't seem like you've got a plan and you ain't said anything of use for days. And what was your plan before all this, anyway? My plan? Well, we did the fucking mine over. Galfish gets surrounded, we fuck off, we get a few fucking prisoners, barely any weapons between them. We're gonna run back, slaughter them. What, free Galfish? My plan was that we were going to then go back to Galfish and retake Galfish like we always have. My plan with you has been exactly what I have expected until now, until Stormford. Yeah. Trained you, so you could then once lead Galfish in our cells for as long as we can, and when, I, when I'm dead and gone, which, being at the top where I am, puts quite a target on my back. Okay. So, uh... I've spent the last couple of days quiet. I wanted to see if you were ready and you knew what you're doing, but here the fuck we are. I'm trying right now. I've been staring at this map for the last day or two, trying to figure out how to clean up your mess. It seems I... like you're not ready. My mess. Like you said... I'm not ready. But, uh... You could have... said no. You could have said, well... That's the plan you come up with, Ty. It's not good enough. Sent the boat on to Galfish, but you didn't. You went along with it. So here we are. 
So it was your plan. It was your plan to uh, train me. And you failed. You done? No. No, I fucking ain't. I picked up a fucking knife the other day. It was a fucking uh, magic thing filled with the blood and memories of all these people he's cut down. I threw it into the fucking sea. Because I'm just like that fucking knife, a deadly fucking tool, ain't I? And all these people as well. You're just going to keep throwing people at the fucking swan and they're going to keep cutting them down. You can train a few of them. Me, Red Devon, a few of us will be perfectly alright. But most of them are just going to fucking die. The plan's shit. The plans have been shit for a long time. You will fuck all without Tenno. And he's all fucked up right now. And now we're scattered to the fucking wind. So... I'm not fit to lead, but neither are you. So who the fuck is? I think you see at this moment, actually I will roll something. Yeah, I think you see at this moment, what's your passive perception? Mine is great. a fucking 19, yeah. apparently. Yeah, uh, you see um, as his hands are down by um, like his belt buckle as they're clasped, uh, they come undone for only a moment. Two fingers uh, come undone as if making like, um, as if he's pointing two of his fingers down toward his left foot and uh, gestures something. And then you start to see... Whew, had to make an arcana check. Uh, then you start to see um, a shimmer crawl up from where his fingers were uh, and like this, like, uh, a tessellation or this... Uh, of these like polygonal, I guess that's another word they're making up, polygonal planes that seem to wrap around him. And you've seen this before as uh, a lot of mages cast this when they are uh, worried or ready they're, or they're preparing for combat or some sort of protection spell. It's usually very subtle, but you've seen him do this many times and you're able to just see that he is just preparing himself for anything. As... I don't... want to clean up a larger mess. I have envisioned, and as I think, I think we both share the same dream, which is to have the free spine. Yes, is that not what you want? Yes. Then we both can agree that a war takes soldiers and a war takes casualties and history is written in blood. Yes? Yes. So whether it is Whether it is 
the knife you are holding belongs to me or belongs to the God King. It's either a tool from someone you trust or it's a weapon from the God King. And is that what you want? Do you want to be fallen into the same thing that all of the other spellkin have? Do you want to just let this happen for another few generations, or do you want to fight? I was born to fight. I've been fighting. God's sakes. We've lost family because of this. And I've made it, I've sworn, just like those, just like your fucking friends sworn, I've sworn on the graves of our relatives, our family, that I will free that fucking spine away from that God King's grasp, and you know that. If you believe the same thing that I do, and you're here with me, you'll understand what it is, the difficulty of all of this. It's not a game. It's history. We want the same thing. But it is a game. That's why you're referring to people as pieces. When and no. Uh, uh, I wasn't born into this. I was conscripted into it. I was forced into it. I was born as your nephew, not as a soldier. Wars need soldiers, wars need blood. There's other ways, though. We can do it without spilling endless amounts of blood. They're winning because of their fucking propaganda. We ain't got shit. Your way's not working. How do you plan to fight this war? I'm going to fight him at his own game, the God King. Weaken him. From the outside, weaken the propaganda, weaken the structure of his kingdom. And then, I'll fucking creep into his room when he's got less guards and the people aren't on his side tilling the fields for him and then I'll put what you taught me to use there's more steps than just rushing at things and stabbing them 
Make me a persuasion. <clears throat> uh, for those listening, it's an eight. I think... I think at this moment, there isn't a word that is exchanged after. Uh, he pushes past you and walks out the door down the gangplank. Uh, before he does, though, he rolls the map up, tucks it under his arm, and then walks out the captain's quarters, leaving you in this dreadful silence. We then open up over in the during a feast that is happening. Uh, Smith, I believe you went to go get some information about a basilisk. Correct. That's right. So I as... would have been uh, looking for any information on these basilisks that I could get. Okay. Uh, as you make your way through, uh, there are uh, there is a large amount of people. Uh, there is a large amount of people eating food here, enjoying the area, uh, and the. Okay, that sounds like war. Uh, as they are uh, enjoying the food, and uh, as the crowd starts to then uh, gather, and uh, it, it is it is quite unnerving being. Uh, settling into a culture that doesn't speak your language uh, and they're offering you food and uh, some people come up to you and as they try to uh, then offer you something a child then uh, comes over and drops a, f a fish uh, on your plate uh, as you start to see uh, some of the uh, people of Eftoki actually running around and uh, excitedly serving uh, their guests uh, some fish are uh, butterflies splayed open with the various spices, uh, large flakes of some sort of seasoning uh, across them as uh, your utensils are stabbed into keeping the butterfly of this, uh, or the butterfly cut of this um, fish open as they are stabbed into the, the block of wood that they that uh, are meant for eating as these, uh, you see that this food is then uh, placed in front of uh, various people. Uh, you do see uh, also uh, Garmatug uh, in his uh, robes that have various dangling uh, shells on them uh, going, ar going around and sort of uh, doing a very like um, like a jolly mayoral thing right he's, he's, uh, he's saying hello to uh, the, the locale and some of uh, his friends and family and also pointing over toward you and explaining the, the guests you would assume considering he is speaking all in the York tongue uh, but he does, at some point, break off and make his way over uh, toward you. Are you enjoying it? What? Your food. Oh. I've barely touched it. Sorry. Yeah. I just kind of grab it and bite the head yeah. off. Yeah? Man. Great. Good. You mind? As he sort of gestures towards sitting next to you. It's your home. 
Yes, well, it's your space. And he uh, pushes, uh, he then thanks you and uh, grabs his robes, tucks it under him uh, as he then uh, sits next to you. What do you uh, planning? Listen. Do you know yet? Not yet. Um, we, uh, we didn't really know what to expect here. So, uh, everyone was just very hungry and, uh, it's good that you were here. We'll, uh, I, I'm just trying to figure out whatever I can about these basilisks, I guess. Um, uh, get as much information as I can. So when you're done, if you have any time, you help me go around to uh, any of the people here that have uh, run into them before. Yeah, I will. Uh, I've already spoken to a couple because I knew that you would probably be interested. So, um... Uh, the information I have learned uh, is that usually they travel in uh, solo. Uh, they travel not in a pack. They are solo hunters. Uh, they are very slow and lazy as a creature. Which is pretty good if you want to be a hunter. Uh, those who are hunting the basilisk usually use uh, what about many uh, uh, metals. Uh, the axis. Uh, this is why. You see, he then, um, there's a large, uh, at the first time you see maybe an axe uh, presented to you here um, as the large, it's, it's about the size of a hand axe, but the blade is large enough that it then could wrap around and uh, just gently kiss the, uh, the, the butt end or the pommel or wherever uh, the, uh, the rest of the handle. It does bend downward. It does have a cleaver sort of squarish top as it arcs down, but that's not the the um, the most uh, prominent thing or feature about this axe as uh, it does look uh, foreign from uh, anything made from Evervale. But uh, the way that this is brought out or uh, is, and I think he doesn't like whip it out of anywhere. He goes and grabs it off of um, and borrows it from one of the hunters nearby and he, he shows you that it is polished uh, extremely well, uh, whether what abrasive they've used, but they have this, uh, it's like a, it has a mirrored finish to it, almost as if, um, these blades are, uh, what is used to help hunt these creatures. Um, mm. and it could, and he does say, uh, many of the hunters had been using these for, uh, one, when they spot or see something, they think they would then look into this. Uh, usually... Why were they looking at that? Why wouldn't they just look at the basilisk? Right, right. Well, that is, if they look at the, the basilisk, then that is when, uh, usually out of panic, uh, that is when uh, you are thrown off guard and you will then become uh, stone or uh, stone-ridden. But... Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes? You're saying if we look at these things, that's when this happens? Yes. Basilisk. There is so a, how do you hunt them? You close your eyes? No, no. We, you, we look into the axe here. They use a, um, uh, the image. Uh, the, what you like see. a mirror? 
Yes, like a, a mirror. Yes, like a mirror. We will look and use that. Why, why, what? Well, that makes things a lot more difficult, doesn't it? We have to get up close and personal, most likely. Trying to aim with any sort of ranged weapons is going to be difficult. I was hoping we could pick this thing off from far away or the smaller ones no, or whatever. No, no. You trapping? You could trap. A lot of trappers will take care of good. Uh, it's usually the traps. Uh, the traps of the... Uh, the failed trappers, the ones who do not kill their prey, are the ones who fall ill to being stone-ridden. Right. All right, well... That's good to know, I guess. Right. Uh, we have, unfortunately, we have a couple of these uh, axes left from the Fallen. But uh, we do wish to bring them back. They are uh, family. Uh, the family would want them. But being used for such a thing would then uh, bring uh, uh, a good memory for those who Fallen to it. Right. Well, I suppose, um, we'll take whatever help we can get. Right. Uh... But, uh... And we'll, uh... I'll have to talk this over with everybody. Yes. We still have to make some sort of decision. Of course, take your time. We have food. Eat up. Keep eating. Enjoy. Uh, yeah, right. Just again, just sort of... B yeah. I'm not really trying to be, yeah, just you know, perfect. delicate or... Mm -hmm. Yeah, as he sort of I leaves... Know, I'm a soldier a and I usually eat out, you know, in uh -huh. the middle of nowhere and probably disgusting and it's all over my face. Yeah, and you... Uh, you sit there for a moment and you take in... Uh, you take in Eftoki as uh, there are these uh, large... It uh, looks like these large drums that have been uh, turned over. There is hide on one side, but a string uh, instrument is being plucked and played. Uh, their fingers uh, of these orcs are sliding up and down some sort of neck of this uh, of this instrument, uh, creating this uh, this whine that is um, uh, quite interesting to hear in in uh, this sort of new place that you are, this location. Of Eftoki, and also uh, the the chattering of uh, of the large crowd around you, just speaking in Orcish. Some are even speaking in some sort of melody, as uh, some uh, erupt in some sort of song that sort of sounds a lot like. Um, there's a lot of low drone dissonant sounds in this guttural singing, um, and you look over to see and to start pinpointing where a lot of this song is coming from, and it looks like it's coming from a, a, a fair amount of weeping uh, townsfolk as the song starts to erupt. Uh, and what started out as like a cheery song starts to then turn into um, a song that you would only assume of, of mourning. Um, there's a definite contrast of the happy prisoners that are now eating and enjoying the food uh, with this good company, but there are several singing uh, groups and uh, cliques of these Eftokians uh, F F F uh, that are consoling one another in song. 
as just this uh, whining of this local music plays as you continue eating. And that probably rather quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll just kind of spend some time and look at how they're um, handling things. I imagine that I understand that this is probably something about their death rituals. Mm. Mm. I would probably take some time and just listen then. I think. Okay. And I think we leave tonight's episode with the music playing uh, and the camera panning away from Smith as Smith is um, there is moments where Smith is looking at the crowd of the prisoners enjoying their food and some of them are trying to chuckle and laugh and trying to listen to the music but I think Smith is more focused on um, those who are mourning Uh, and um, as these hums of uh, dissonant guttural cries start to wail into space and start to echo off of uh, the stones of this old dwarven fort. That is where we call the episode tonight. the wrong button there we go which button to which press button press time holy shit uh, how are we feeling it's about um, time Ty holy <laughs> fuck that scene was so good it was so good I loved it so much Woo. real real good yeah that was pretty tense. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I was excited. I was like, "Is he gonna stab me?" Are we, am I, is there was a, right now? there was excited. a moment <laughs> where um, I've been eating these chocolate covered um, blueberries. I have those here too. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I had one in my mouth, and then I don't know what Ty said, but he said something, and I literally <laughs> was like, <gasps> and it fell out of my mouth onto my desk. That's how shocked I was. Yes. It was very good. Very good shit. Yeah, it was awesome. I really enjoyed today. I really enjoyed that scene. Thank you, Brad. Let's go around and talk about ourselves and shout ourselves out and stuff, which a lot of people don't like to do, including myself. But we're going to start off with Brad. Brad, enjoy the discomfort. <laughs> it's me, it Brad. Perfect. Um, Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think he was going to stab you, by the way. Um, just, you know, I know that probably a lot of people would assume that. He's yeah, too by, weak. Uh, Nice. Um, yeah, my, I mean, it, it seems like that maybe, but uh, uh, he, he, there's no way he would. Uh, Can we talk uh, about uh, the accidental mirroring? 
of Varsha nearly stabbing Tenno, and then you, like, people thinking that you were going to do the same thing. Once. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. yeah. And then we could actually talk about uh, the mirroring of the axe. Right, right? and also cool. the thing that I liked <laughs> about it that was kind of in the back of my mind while I was trying to role play through the fog of lack of sleep uh -huh. um, was that uh, it's funny that Lorcan is still judging Ty by his previous ways. And Ty spent the morning looking around for like blunt weapons to not stab anyone anymore, you know, mm -hmm. um, which is uh, a fun thing that I feel like I would have written in. Yeah, yeah. But the, you just, you know, when you write stuff in, you're like, oh, this was improv. That's what they write into stuff. And yeah, it was yeah. really cool to start being like, like, it's, it's, it's like he's looking like the interest in blunt weapons is definitely looking for like, you know, some, I don't know. I don't It's. It's awesome. I think it's really cool. We'll see. Um, we'll see what would he stab a giant basilisk though? Yeah. Would he? Would you? Or would yeah. He, I, he, I mean, I'm gonna. He's gonna have a bow and and daggers and stuff for like animals. But I think uh, Ty is looking at. Um, I think he's just looking at uh, figuring out a way to not quite just be a, just a pure instrument of death. Right. Uh, he's having an existential crisis. Um, so, uh, well, I was looking at sticks of some sort, a screamer sticks. Ty is partially based off of Nightwing anyway, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Well so, um, it, like something like that. Uh, it's like part Levi, part Nightwing, part, you know, Gazer from London. Um, Gazer wing. Absolute Gazer wing, mate. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so that was fun to uh, that was fun to do, and and awful and horrible, but also kind of felt like it was building up to a oh, thing. Yeah. And uh, I guess there's probably going to have to be a part two to that as well, as they no, figure out what to do after totally. this uh, basilisk and things. Yeah, um, this was great. I loved it. I loved all of the scenes. It's interesting to speak to these uh, guys. I did not expect that they would be kind of at the behest of like a fucking dire basilisk, which is just terrifying. Yeah. I look basilisk I don't even like put basilisks in my games because they're just OP. Like they're just it's so scary to put petrification into games sometimes. And I'm uh too much of a uh pussy DM. And uh That's it. That's your you're name. like, oh I've not just put an <laughs> army of basilisks the GM, but a dire basilisk in. <laughs> so yeah. Um, that's it though. I'm, uh, I'm Brad. I'm playing Cyberpunk 2077. Started it today. Never played it before. Expected to absolutely hate it, but it was pretty, pretty good. The first uh, few hours of it that I played. Um, and, uh, and that's it. Oh, and there's no mist light at the moment. It's on a hiatus. So just hang around, loiter around until someone tells you something different. That's all I got for you. Perfect. Bye. And if you like any other compound word titles, Spellwind is always available on Wednesdays. So, hey, yeah. yeah, there you go. Just watch yep. Spellwind again. Let's watch this one tomorrow again. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, thank you, Brad, so much. It was awesome having you uh, bring Ty and his the Thai spice today. That was awesome. Um, God, it was so good. Yeah, it was really good. Yeah. Uh, PB. Hello, fill, fill hi. There. Yes, sure. <laughs> Hello, hi. I'm Pumpkinberry. Uh, you can find me at twitch.tv slash pumpkinberry. I'm playing through Returnal right now, which is really amazing. Uh, Roguelite uh, for the PS5. And I'm also doing a shit ton of wild RP. And that's that's it. That's me. You can find me uh, jamming a new show here called Title Blades. 
That's this Saturday, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern. It's going to be awesome. Hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Wax in it. Yep. I can't wait to see. Do we know? Who, we, don't know we don't know who you're playing, do we? We don't know anything yet? It's really good. <laughs> Damn it. I love his character. Damn it. I love them all. Of course. Of mm-hmm. course you do. Of course you do. Anyway, thank you so much, PB. Go follow mm-hmm. PB. She's awesome. She does a lot mm-hmm. of wonderful uh, RP over in Wild RP, and she does... And has a wonderful wow. community that plays a lot of awesome, cool games. Just did you just finish Returnal? Or are you still doing Returnal? We're still doing it. All right, you're still playing Returnal. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, admire. Say something. Hi. Hurry. Something. Thank Hurry. Thank That's it. Uh, Thank mm. you, Meyer. Today was really cool. Um, I think all these sessions are really fun. I mean, like. Oh, uh, where it goes, I ne- can never really predict. And pulling like a basilisk encounter, whatever, like, yeah, <laughs> me too. Um, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing what it is, like, uh, uh, what happens. Like, uh, it's like we're at a crossroads with, like, you know, uh, nearly certain death and nearly certain death. And like, it's mm-hmm. the characters trying to decide which nearly certain death would be the nicest or the most logical to do. It's really cool that, like, uh, or the you most know, beneficial. Like, right. mm-hmm. Yeah. And like it's cool that we have this like what you would not you would uh, essentially call like a you know like a monster hunting encounter or whatever, but like it's been painted like you know you have to fight this mountain that can turn you into stone, or you can go into the sea and maybe perhaps drown. Um, like uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what happens for the next episode, but like you know what the characters decide to do and then how we go about doing it because you know like uh, if there's anything that I've noticed so far with Spellwind is that like there's never it's, it's never conventional <laughs> you know what i mean like we had this like um big army based combat thing like a couple weeks ago and i was like okay this works this is awesome so i'm <laughs> looking forward to seeing like your take on a massive monster battle or your take on running away from pirates and then elves I believe he used the word titanic titanic mm. so I like did. i expect i expect the basilisk to Which play new like a really Bad way. recorder. Mm. Twitch.tv slash Titanic. <laughs> but yeah, otherwise, um, I've been Meyer. I played uh, Jet today. Um, I do a lot of Red Dead Redemption roleplay on my server, at the, um, on, on my channel at on the moment. Server. On my server. Um, on, on my channel. Um, on the uh, It's Wild RP. It's really cool. It's pretty fun. I play a couple of characters there. You can find out more on my channel. Um, I also am going through the Halo series because I have never played any of the Halo story modes ever. Apart from Infinite. I started with Infinite and then I was like, you know what? I may as well give it a shot. So um, I'm doing Halo Combat Evolved right now. I'm like halfway through or something. Uh, And then we'll see what happens after that. Yeah. That's Hell me. yeah. Thank you so much, Meyer. Go check out Meyer. Uh, also does some Star Citizen as well. Um, we That's where we met in Star Citizen. That's where we met. That's where it all started. Uh, check him out. <laughs> uh, he's awesome. Has a great community as well. Wack. Hi, everybody. I'm Wack Steven. Normally, I am the DM or the GM of Doom here on Table Story. I drag players kicking and screaming through adventures. But here, I get to be a player. So, adversarially. Uh, yes. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> And, uh, I, uh, yeah, this was great. Um, you know, uh, Smith is in kind of like a weird spot. He doesn't really understand like how to be human. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he doesn't understand like how to communicate with anybody and like 
in a non, you know, intimidating presence kind of way. And, you know, it's just like, so I just stand here or what? And, you know, like, I don't... I don't understand. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's just, I guess he's just kind of, he's trying to do whatever he can to do the things that he knows how to do, which is kill stuff good. And, uh, good. yeah, basically. Um, so, uh, I'm looking, f I, I feel like he's looking forward to the possibility of working with Jet to make something big explode. <laughs> Again. Mm-hmm. As we always do. <laughs> I'm actually excited for that possibility as well. Thank you, Wack. Uh Wack's also designing. Did you talk about this? Wack's also designing it. No. TGRPG. I have no brain power left, man. It's I, okay. I got you, I think. It's an Esekai. I, it's game. Isekai, yeah. You, it's, you do it's, it. I don't know. Yeah, I it's, it's a little it's got a little bit of everything. Isekai, reverse Isekai, and some other stuff in there. Um and it's uh yeah, I work on it on Wednesdays on my channel, and uh, today there was a lot of numbers and math and, uh, yeah, it was great. Wonderful. Wonderfully done. Uh, thank you, everybody, for playing today. I lost my window. Okay, there it is. Thank you, everybody, for watching. Thanks for playing. Uh, this is episode 23, um, when we'll see what happens next week, where they go, which route they decide to take. Uh, as for me, my name is Mythomatic. I am a roleplay streamer, cinematic storyteller, and immersive roleplay. Did I say that already? Anyway, here on Twitch, uh, twitter.com slash Mythomatic to see what I'm up to when I'm up to stuff. I'm, I have various uh, TTRPGs throughout the week. I've been doing a lot of Mortal Online 2 in the morning where I'm trying to roleplay through that, uh, that crazy, awesome, um, complex MMO, as well as in the evening, I do a lot of uh, Red Dead RP as well as The Barman, uh, Criminal Mastermind of Van Horn, or also <laughs> Cooper Garrett, the uh, gunsmith of Rhodes. But uh, you can follow me uh, on patreon.com slash spellwind where you can uh, help support uh, my creativity for this show and this setting. You could also uh, support patreon.com slash table story if you would like to help us out in a monetary way and uh, enjoy all of the awesome cool patron benefits there as well as for us though uh, we will see you all on saturday for and title friday. Play. and friday i'm sorry and friday oh my yeah. god my brain after these <laughs> friday we have rhyme of the frost maiden and then also on saturday with title blades good night everybody be well take care of yourselves tell great stories good night good night